You're listening to The Poncho Section, conversations about all things media and Mel Brooks. It's a podcast. And here's your hosts, Michael Canfer and Ethan Feldstein. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to The Poncho Section. Grab yourself an ice cream. Today, we discuss the Cornetto Trilogy. Yes, that's right. Movies starring Simon Pegg, Nick Frost, and directed by Edgar Wright. Now, if you're in the U.S., you won't be able to find a Cornetto because they're made in the U.K. and they don't ship them over here. But get any sort of tasty treat and enjoy this episode. Now, what what would be our equivalent to a Cornetto here? I saw, I looked it up. I think it, what are, the, are they called? Not snowballs, but like the, mm-hmm. um, the, like the ba- what do they call them? Baseball things. Oh my God. What the hell are they called? Oh, drumsticks. That's what Drumsticks. That's right. It's the same drumsticks thing. Drumsticks would be the closest kind of thing. Do we know, so what's the history behind that? Like why they decided to, is there any history? Because I was trying I to look this up. So, um, yeah. So uh, the Cornetto trilogy reference, reference, this is according to Wikipedia for, for all you folks. The, cor- the trilogy's Cornetto reference begins with a scene in which Sean buys a cone for his friend Ed, who's played by uh, Nick Frost, uh, at his request as Ed wakes up groggy and, and badly hungover. After a night of drinking, director Edgar Wright said that he used to use Cornettos as a hangover cure. That's such an interesting thing. Everyone's got like their own weird hangover cures. Because wasn't it always like they say greasy food like should be the hangover yeah. cure? I never felt that anything really, I don't think anything's a hangover cure. I think coffee no. helps to like wake you up and, and make you more um, alive again, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um but I never felt that anything was really like a cure. Right. Um, it's just time, you know, time's the, the real cure. But to have like yeah. a, a something like ice cream, like just, that seems so out of the ordinary. Yeah. It's, it's, I'm, I'm very curious if it, if it works. Um, I, I doubt might have it. to try that out next time. But you uh, know, yeah, maybe, you know what? Maybe I'll get a drumstick New Year's Eve. No, New Year's Day, right? Because that would be right. Yeah. Although I don't. Yeah, yeah. That's imagine it just has to be specifically a cornetto. Maybe, maybe that's it. So that's <laughs> a better name, cornetto. I like that name. Yeah. Than drumstick, but um, but anyway, um, I'm really glad we're doing this episode because I think yes. this episode is very timely in a strange way because I think we need we need good laugh and I think comedy. We've talked about it a lot. How there's no there's not many good comedies anymore, comedy mm-hmm. movies. And I think sure. these are ones, and, and we were talking about this earlier, these movies hold up so well. And, and I think, and, and I'm curious to see how like in another 10 years, 20 years, if they'll still hold up. And I think so, because the jokes are kind of timeless in these sure. movies, because they're spoofing specific things that are still, that are still relevant in a way. So you, with, Shaun of the Dead, you're spoofing Dawn of the Dead, which is in the zeitgeist, mm-hmm. if you will. And it's, it's always like, it's something that people, most people I think are aware of, even if they haven't seen it, they're aware right. of like what it's about, of zombies and everything. Uh, and with Hot Fuzz, I feel like everyone's seen a cop movie at, at one point or another. Right. Um, the World's End is an interesting one because The World's End, um, I mean, people have seen those kind of um, 
I guess you could call it like alien invasion type yeah, of yeah. movies. Um, but there's like there's more to it though. There's mm-hmm. like I feel like there's re- the characters are relatable in that one. Yeah. The, so the thing is with both of them, I think they're relatable characters in Shaun of the Dead and at least in my opinion, in Shaun of the Dead and in The World's End, not as much in Hot Fuzz. You know, I was thinking something on a similar line uh, when I was going over these films, how those two are the most similar when it comes to relatable characters. Mm-hmm. Um, but to your earlier point where they, it still holds up, and I think the main reason why that is is because if you look at the movies, not only are they just great comedies, but they're good in their own right in that, mm-hmm. like, uh, aside from being a zombie horror comedy, it's a good zombie movie. Shaun yeah, of the Dead. It has story. Uh, as opposed it has a good to being story. like, yeah, as opposed to just being a good, uh, I guess you call it buddy cop comedy kind mm-hmm. of movie. Hot Fuzz is a good cop movie on its mm-hmm. own. Uh, you said like an uh, alien invasion movie for, for The World's End, on top of just being a good comedy, it's both just a good uh, alien invasion movie. So yep. I think that they're able to blend all these things well because they clearly are showing that they respect the the genre that they've added the comedy to, if you will. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And they're all just really well-crafted. Mm-hmm. And the thing I love about... I, I love Edgar Wright's style. I always have. And I think yeah. the pacing of these movies is always... They're always so good. Nothing ever drags. No. Um. Ever like it's all these like quick cuts, quick jumps to different scenes that just it's it's so it's very smart, it, it's very cinematic, keeps you engaged. I was thinking when I was watching them because I, I watched all three of them recently, mm-hmm. and this was a time where I was like, these movies they're actually meant for the movie theater. So I watched them with like surround sound and everything, sure, because they actually are like very cinematic comedies, like they're there's a lot of cool special effects even that mm-hmm. like you wouldn't normally get in your run of the mill comedy sure and there's not many good and th- they're the only good spoofs i think that are made now i mean we call them they're not exactly current the last one came out in 2013 but mm. that would be the world's end right but i think they're the best i can't think of anything any spoof that's come out since that's been better yeah. Yeah. No, I, I think they're the only good spoofs of like I, I call it it's mo I would call them like the aughts. I would put them in that yeah that category. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, definitely. And and to your point where it is I think two major factors. One is Edgar Wright and his directing and editing style and then the writing itself mm-hmm. is just incredible. And I, I agree, I love Edgar Wright's the way he directs and edits movies. I love the the fast paced uh they the fast paced edits like they're always just a very clever like storytelling devices. I think that I looked it up they're called the crash zooms. That's like mm-hmm. the style of like that quick like Oh yeah. That uh, makes sense. That's cutting a, Yeah. And every shot they make like they could take uh, a shot that would normally be boring in another movie and make it fascinating. Anything from like 
the, every single shot of them pouring a beer. I love those shots. I was just going to say that in My the world's favorite. end. Yeah. The world's end. They even have a, a couple in uh, Shaun of the Dead. But even like at the world's end, definitely when they pouring the beers and then the water. Like yeah. that's an amazing thing. They just, a pub is um, always featured also in all these yeah. movies. Yeah. That is very true. Yeah. And they're all similar looking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, shots of like that would be normally just like normal travel or a passage of time. I think mm-hmm. uh, specifically of Hot Fuzz when he Nick uh, Simon Pegg's character is moving from London to the small town. He has to mm-hmm. take the train and he has his plant with him. Yeah, and it's just, just cuts. Like, yeah, to the train. The fast, and then, yeah, right. And he's just sitting there by the by the train. It's just these fast cuts, and it makes like just the simple thing of like time passing and him traveling to the country exciting and you get it Uh, from those like you that you understand what's happening like you don't need any more than that so they they give you exactly what you need it's it's perfectly done and that's such a rare thing nowadays absolutely yeah and 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 again to your point that's why i think the pacing works so well because Mm -hmm. they make the cuts interesting they give you only what you need and Mm -hmm. it so flows really well and then the other thing that I love from these movies is their use of music with the editing. So like the music is timed so well, like everything from beating up a zombie to it with the uh, pool cues mm-hmm. in Shaun of the Dead to there's a scene in uh, The World's End when they're the, the boys are like, I guess, about to like take over the town or whatever. They're like they're they're. Oh, actually, no, it wasn't they were taking over the town. They were trying to blend in, moving from the bar to the bars, and there's a, they're walking in time with the music. All yeah, of yeah, they're all together, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, so, like, definitely Edgar Wright's style is just all over these movies, and it's so good. Yeah, it's, it's, it's so fantastic. Good. Now, do you, have, um, do you have a ranking for them? Do you have a ranking which one you like the best, like, one through three? Um... You know what's tough about it is that I think it goes, for me, unfairly, it goes on the amount of times I've seen the movies. Mm-hmm. Um, because right so right now, I guess I would have it at one, two, three, only because of the amount of times I've seen the movies. Um, Shaun of the Dead I, is my favorite out of all of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's only because, and the reason I say it's because I've seen them the most is that e- I feel each time you watch it, you get more out of it. Mm-hmm. You pick up on like the thing on like all the foreshadowing and every single uh, setup and payoff. Oh, you definitely, and yeah. I think I just need to watch the other two way more to get well, a better sense. I think that speaks to it though, because I, I think that actually Shaun of the Dead is has the most rewatchability of them all. Mm, yeah, I think it that speaks to it because my ranking would actually be it would be Shaun of the Dead. The World's End, then Hot Fuzz. So I just switched those two, but I still have Shaun of the Dead at number one. Sure. Um, I like them all. My own, my my issue. I guess if I have any issues with Hot Fuzz, I think I just think Shaun of the Dead is overall just a better movie. It's I think it's like I think there's more jokes per minute kind of thing, but Mm -hmm. also, but Hot Fuzz has some great moments though. That's the thing. There's some great sure. moments in Hot Fuzz and some great callbacks to jokes that I really like. Like yeah. the whole thing with the crossword puzzle is like one of my favorite things. And then they yes. call it back as fascist hag. <laughs> and then when, <laughs> when it drops on her, like that's like perfect. But, um, but Hot Fuzz, the thing is I get what, like 
there's so much going on in Hot Fuzz mm-hmm. that sometimes it gets to be a little, I think for me, it's just like a little much, but that's like what an action movie is. So yeah. like it makes sense for what it's supposed to be. So I get it. And also it's longer than the other ones. It's two hours where the other ones are an hour and a half. Oh, interesting. And I didn't pick up on that. Yeah. So I feel like it's a little long, but again, I understand why mm-hmm. it's just, it's, it's too much, but and then another thing too is I, I like a lot, again. There's like a lot I love. I love the the police officers, like the group mm-hmm. of them in Hot Fuzz. Yeah. I think are fantastic. Um, but there's just so many characters in that movie. Yeah. Whereas I love the group of them in Shaun of the Dead, like all of them that 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 group with um with uh, Shaun and with Ed and with um is- Liz and then Liz. the mom and. And uh, the two uh, roommates. David and I can't remember yeah. the girl's name. Oh, David is great. Well, they call him a child accountant. I love that line. It's just like <laughs> one of my favorites. Yes. Uh, and then uh, for a, a little bit, um, you had uh, Philip, yeah. played by uh, Bill Nye. And uh, he's British great. British Bill Nye. British Bill Nye, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Which I'm never 100%, 100% sure if it's Bill Nye or Bill Nye. I, I just call him British Bill Nye. British Bill Nye, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, For, um, but Shaun of the Dead is, to me, like, perfect. And oh, it's rewatchable yeah. and just has... It's just a perfect movie. Perfect comedy and perfect zombie movie. It just has everything. Yeah. That, that I love... One of my favorite scenes ever. And it's just... I don't know why. It's just... I don't know. It's when Shaun and his gang run into Yvonne and her gang. Yeah. And it's just like basically a doppelganger of uh, of Sean's gang. Yeah. Where yeah. They, oh yeah, this is my boyfriend. This is uh, my flatmate. My my his boyfriend or whatever. Uh, yeah. Her version of Ed. Her mom. Well, it's like a because she was that actress was in Spaced, so it's like yeah. a spaced reunion basically. Sure. Um, but yeah, it's she's um, but it's yeah, no, it's great and. The World's End, what I like about The World's End, and I feel like The World's End is underrated because mm-hmm. it's like a little darker. Yeah. And, but I sort of like that. I think it's like, it's relatable. Like the, the one guy who like never grew up. I yeah. feel like everyone like knows someone like that or like there's, it's, there's just so much relatability there. And I think as you get older and especially upon like rewatching it, you see it more and more. Someone who just like constantly wants to live in the past. Sure. Uh, and I just I like the group of friends. They're just mm-hmm. like they're they're funny together. But it's de- I think I I think for me I like the depth of it more than Hot Fuzz. So that's why I rank it. That's why I rank it above. And it's also that more more concise. Like um, sure, an hour and a half, much like Shaun of the Dead. But I still think Shaun of the Dead is like the perfect one. Whereas like the other two are great. Still, I'm mm-hmm. not. They're better than most. But they have like little things here and there that I don't like. But right. um. But and then at the same time, there are like certain moments in Hot Fuzz that might be some of the best, like they've ever like Hot Fuzz. I think has like maybe even some of the best moments, but like mm-hmm. not as a full movie. So there's there's like little things. First of sure. all, Nick Frost is a very underrated physical comedian. Oh yeah, <laughs> like because it's like very subtle. Like he does subtle things. Like even just mm-hmm. and I don't know. It gets me every time, but. The scene where he's like, where Simon Pegg, not Simon Pegg's 
uh, stunt double jumps over and flips over all the fences and he yes. just goes and just crashes into the first one and just completely shatters it. Like mm-hmm. that is just like simple, great. Like it's not over the top. It's like very, it's, it's like effortless. You know what I yeah. mean? Like he just, he effortlessly does that and he does it again. He does a similar thing in the world's end where mm-hmm. he just like punches a hole through a window, but it's like an effortless, it's like this effortless physical comedy that just like, I don't know, it hits you in a weird way. And it's always That's, funny. It's great that you bring that up because this is something I noticed uh, again on this rewatch of the movies. They make, they make the action in this mo- these movies really good. Like it mm-hmm. looks really good. The, the fighting scenes and stuff like that, they, like they figured out through like editing and I'm sure the, uh, the stunt doubles that they work, not that they work with, of how to make um, these, I'm going to call them like just normal schlubby actors mm-hmm. look really good in fights. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Specific, they, I mean, in, I think in all of the movies, like, I mean, in the first one, they're fighting zombies, obviously. In the second one, there's a bit more uh, of that action for sure. And then in the last one where they like, they're straight up fighting and uh, Nick Frost is like a beast in that movie. Oh yeah, I know. Um, yeah. No, they do. You they do a really the, good job. I love you that you brought up the the fence thing, though, because that's mm-hmm. that's a running gag with all three of the movies. Yeah, that I love. Where in um, in Shaun of the Dead, when they're trying to cut through the gardens to get to the the Winchester, and David protests about it, so Sean turns around and goes, "What's the matter, David? Never taken a shortcut before." Runs and then like falls over the fence. Yeah. Uh, and then in the second one, uh, in a hot fuzz, it's a similar thing where they're chasing after the perp and yeah. they get to, I guess the gardens and Danny who Nick Frost character goes like, Oh, th- through the gardens or whatever. And, uh, uh, Simon Pegg's character goes, what's the matter, Danny never taking a shortcut. And then he does the flips and then follows mm-hmm. by Danny just plowing through, uh, yeah. through the fence. And then in the last one, there was, uh, Simon Pegg's character, Gary King, was running away from the robots, comes mm-hmm. across the fence, goes to jump, and the entire fence wall just topples over. Yeah, right. That's right. So I love yeah, that callback. There's, there's always like reoccur, yeah, fence jokes, but they're all different mm-hmm. though. Yes. That's the thing. They don't redo the same joke. They like, they, it's a callback. It's like a, it's mm-hmm. a, it's a different sort of thing. Yeah. And um, I do like better though. I think my thing with Hot Fuzz too is I like it better in this personal preference where like where Simon Pegg's characters are a little more pathetic. And I felt like in Hot Fuzz he's like kinda like this the hot shot cop. Yeah. But that that again, but that character was needed for that movie. Mm-hmm. It's just I prefer his characters where he's just a little more like in Shaun of the Dead, where he becomes the hero. Like he starts out as this, you know, guy who's, you know, a disappointment and then he like becomes the hero. Yeah. But my favorite line, though, is still when he starts, when all the zombies start attacking, and he's with everybody, and he's, like, fighting them, and he turns around, he goes, feel free to step in anytime. <laughs> still, it's still one of my favorite lines. Oh, my God. The, yeah, it's, it's so good. And the Queen I, music, the Queen music also makes, makes oh, yeah. uh, Shaun of the Dead. And how it ends, it ends with, um, what's the Queen song? Uh, Don't Stop Me Now? Oh, do you mean no. you're, you're my best friend? You're my best friend. Yeah, yeah. of course, with, with Ed. And, yes. and Ed chained up, and he's playing with him, playing video games with him as a zombie. Oh, yeah. Totally. Yeah. 
It uh, works so well. The Queen music, like the music in that movie works better than any of the other movies, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I, I would agree. Um, it's recognizable. It's the most recognizable, too. Sure. The, something interesting, I, I, when I was like rewatching these and like looking stuff up about it, somebody posted, and I'll try to find the, the video so I can post it in the after show, but they were saying how the movies are essentially about, or they believe the movies are essentially about uh, growing up and mm-hmm. in different ways. Yeah. Um, uh, 100%. And I think kind of like to our, to our point where we're feeling that the first movie and the, the last movie are more similar or they, they have just more of a cohesiveness. Mm-hmm. In the first movie, Sean needs to grow up. He needs to stop being such, like, I guess, a child and needs to take on responsibilities and grow up. And in doing so, he becomes the hero and, and saves the day. In the last movie, he needs to kind of confront his past, essentially, like that. And that's kind of like what mm-hmm. he does in, at the end when he uh, basically tells the aliens to F off and rips his younger body's head off or whatever. Mm-hmm. Spoiler alert. Um, <laughs> and in the, the second one, like you were saying, he's much more... He's like oh too mature, you know, like he's too yeah. stuck up, too stubborn. But I think in that one, it allows uh, maybe for Ed's character to grow. Not Ed. Wow, I'm thinking Ed mm. for from the first movie. It allows uh, for Nick Frost's character to grow because Nick Frost has this like lofty idea of what a, a police officer is, and he, yeah, in in their um, the chemistry between the two of them, I think it allows. Uh, Simon Pegg's character to kind of like let his guard down and maybe be not being wait stop being so stuck up, whereas yeah. uh, with Nick Frost's character, he kind of like maybe grows up a little bit by being pushed in the right direction or having that like mentorship that he I guess clearly wasn't getting from his dad for his dad letting him off to do whatever he wants kind of deal. Right, I, I think there. That's definitely prevalent. I think you could say first, if you wanted to like just focus on Simon Pegg, mm-hmm. is that yeah he needed like you could it's clearly defined in Sean of the I guess you could say that even though they're not similar the, the most similar characters are Sean from Sean of the Dead and then Gary King in The World's End are the most similar yeah but um why am I forgetting his name in Hot Fuzz uh, it's like Angel it, um oh yeah yeah Angel. where they call him Angle. Angle, um, yep. <laughs> yeah, Detective Angel. Um, whereas Angel, um, he he's so he's been so invested in his job that he hasn't taken any time to really look at the other things in life. Like he's just been so focused on getting ahead that he really hasn't built a life for himself. Like the whole thing with um with the girlfriend. I, sh- I should have written this down because in the beginning, where he tells his girlfriend he can't they. They pretty much break up in the beginning. Yeah. Um, but what was her name? Cause Liz, it's fun. I think. No, in, in Hot Fuzz. Oh, oh. Because um, that's, a, um, that's a hilarious scene. With that's, yeah, I know. I know. That's why, that's why I don't want to. Um, I'm going to Google oh. it right now while we're, while we're doing this. I should have written it down because it's such a, because I wrote things down that I wanted to uh, come back to. Yeah. But what's really funny, actually, is if you go to the, if you look at Hot Fuzz. Mm-hmm. On the if you look at the cast list, um, okay, so it's Janine. Janine's a girlfriend. Yes. Who, by the way, do you know who plays Janine? No idea. Who's not? She's not credited. 
Kate Blanchett. No way. Yeah. But the huh. but but the funniest there is a character on the cast list who is named not Janine. That's his name. His name was not Janine. Oh my the, god. In, because Right, because he that, was in that, the it's like I'm not Janine. <laughs> yeah, I'm not Janine. That's Janine. <laughs> That's amazing. But, so his character name was not Janine. That's um, amazing. Which is it's a great part of the movie, but also it shows that he's just he's so committed to his job that he's no time for anything else. So yeah. that's where he needs to that's where he needs to grow up is sure. find life outside of his of his job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, definitely. I'm curious what you think. I personally mm-hmm. believe that um, perhaps the best character in all of these films is Timothy Dalton's Simon Skinner. Um, it's Fuzz. pretty great. It's pretty great where he, um, the beginning where he first meets him when he's jogging and he has all the, the puns, the grocery store puns. That's yes. like one of my favorite. He's like, our, cri- our prices are criminally low or something. Like <laughs> yeah. he, said. he just, it just goes through this list of them. It's yeah. so good. I'm a slasher. What? Yeah. Yeah. I'm a I'm slasher a, of prices. Of prices. <laughs> yeah. And how every single time he talks to somebody, it's like in the most violent possible way. It's like, oh, I want to crack open that head of yours and see what's inside. Yeah. Or I he, bet he's going to be in pieces tomorrow. He is pretty great. Is he my, he, he's up there. I don't know if he's my favorite. I yeah. do love, I do love David in Shaun of the Dead. Sure. Um, that that actor is just really funny. Yeah. Uh so yeah, he's a great he's a great character, but I don't know. I think I think Ed's a great character. Oh yeah. Um, oh, I meant more more or less none of the not one of the not, main not characters. the main outside of the main yeah. two. Um Yeah, I mean, you you've got a good one with with him. With I want to do Dalton. a special shout out to Olivia Coleman's character in Hot Olivia Coleman's character is actually great. She's hilarious. And they all do like a laugh after every time she says something. Yeah, they all do that like funny laugh, like ha ha ha, <laughs> like. And she just is saying the the dirtiest things ever. Oh yeah, it's when great. she when she punches out the woman, she's like little girl on girl, ha ha ha. <laughs> they all just laugh. <laughs> no, she's fantastic. She's yes. she's she is great. No, like I love in Hot Fuzz, I love the police force, like the mm-hmm. the group of them, the Andes. Also, when he tells the one guy's like. You got, you got a, like, cause he said, telling him he has a milk mustache, but he yeah. just says, you got a mustache. He goes, yeah, I know. <laughs> He's got a mustache. <laughs> yes. Oh um, my God. They're that's, just, that's and, a great one. Um, oh, dude, I love the one. lines when he's uh, talking to the Andes about like people owning guns. Cause I guess they confiscated like the landmine. No, it was, it wasn't a landmine. It was like a sea mine or whatever. Yeah. Um, and like. They were saying it's like the yeah, Harry every- Potter guy. Yeah, it's like everybody. There's so has- many Harry Potter people in these movies. By oh the way. yeah, just goes to show you that every British actor has been in Harry Potter. It's not a myth. Yeah, basically it's the truth. <laughs> yeah, I love when he's talking to the Andes though, and and the the Andes are like, yeah, everybody and their mother has a has a gun. He's like, uh, name one. He's like farmers. He's like, and name another farmers' mothers. Yeah, <laughs> and then later, of course, the when he's coming back into town, the farmer. Uh, tries to shoot him, and then later the farmer's mother tries to shoot him. That's right, that's right. Yeah, no, I, there's there's always callbacks yeah. to these these jokes in, in mm-hmm. the movies. And um, the writing is just so good, 
And I just love how in Shaun of the Dead, they have they come up with that plan um, of like what they're going to do. And b- before they end up deciding to go to the Winchester, the original plan was to go to Liz's. And then the second plan was to uh, go back to Shaun's. And then mm-hmm. the final end up plan is to end up going to the Winchester. And I love in that skit, they keep changing what they say slightly, especially when it comes to Philip. So the mm-hmm. first part is like when they're they're going to take the car, they're going to go to mom's, they'll take care of Philip. And they were started out with, I'm so sorry, Philip. And then the next part was like, all right, the second version of the plan, we're going to take the car, go to mom's, we'll deal with Philip. Sorry, Philip. And then the last mm-hmm. one is just like, we'll get the car, we'll go kill Phil. Sorry. And then like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it just changes slightly. And it's just, it's just that little tweak is just so clever. I just, I, <laughs> I just thought of um, a line from Hot Fuzz when he picks up, when Cytopad picks up the phone and he's like, decaffeinated. And then it cuts to the the guy who was decapitated. (laughs) (laughs) It's just like little things like that. (laughs) That, I mean, this part, I was, I I was laughing a lot and it was so dumb. But when Mm. um, Simon Pegg's character takes out, I don't even know if he has a name. He's just the, the big guy that just says Yarp. Yeah, um, I forget they call him. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. But yeah. so he takes him out, and then like I guess uh, Timothy Dalton's character like it ta- tries to contact him on a uh, the walkie-talkie, and he's like, uh, "Did you take him out or whatever?" And you mm-hmm. this thing, and he asks him a question that he has to respond with like a no, and he yeah. doesn't know how to respond, so he's just narp. It's like, okay, great, <laughs> I'll see you later. <laughs> yeah, and it works. It works. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, I do love um, going back to the world's end. Mm-hmm. The uh, the cast the the cast in that movie is pretty great. Um, yeah, yeah, and you also have Rose uh, Roseman Pike, who's who's great. She was mm-hmm. in um, what that Ben Affleck movie uh, Gone Girl. Oh sure, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, and Martin Freeman is Martin Freeman. Is great. He's been all in all three. That's right, but he yeah. has a bigger role in yeah. In, in each in each movie, he has a, a a bigger role. The first one, he was uh, part of Yvonne's gang, and then the right. second one, he was I don't know what role in the police force he had, but well, he like um, doesn't he transfer him? He, yeah, he was the person that was transferring him, and then mm-hmm. obviously he was Oliver in the the last one, right? Uh, yeah, and uh, but I just I like I don't know the World's End. I think hits on a lot of stuff that's like real to. I mean, it's a guy struggling th- through um, addiction, clearly, because mm-hmm. um, it starts with him in like an AA meeting. Yeah, and then and then you have like the friends, and I like sort of feel like like we. I mean, we have that group of friends, kind of not sure. like not, I wouldn't say we have all those archetypes, but yeah. like we have. Uh, but like I could see like a group of us like getting together at some point, like. If you know if the world's ever normal again, mm-hmm. and you know going on like some sort of pub crawl or something like that, yeah, you know, um, it's very, um, I don't know, it's it's just like very relatable. Yeah. So like I like how it starts out like that and mm-hmm. then becomes something completely different. Yeah, but like the first like twenty minutes to maybe a half hour of the movie is like. Is them trying to, you know, they're they're just going along with this pub crawl. They really don't want to be there for because yeah. they feel like they've like grown out of it and they don't want to be back in their old town. And they're just like, 
and and it's funny as like things get weirder and they get drunker like they're more into it even yeah. though even though like things are getting way worse mm-hmm. like it's kind of it's 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 kind of funny because like they're they're now like deeper into it mm-hmm. in like two ways like they're drunker and they're like deeper into like shit yeah yeah that is true yeah, it, yeah. it's you got me thinking cuz um sort of about uh, like the crazy things that happen in mm-hmm. in the first movie you we kind of know what's going to happen cuz we know it's about zombies right mm-hmm. um the second movie the twist i guess sort of comes out of left field if you will um but i feel like the twist in the third movie is the sharpest and that's like a real big one where yeah, the first one it, yeah, obviously Yeah, it does feel that way. Yeah, obviously the first one is z- zombies. The second one it turns out that it's um what is it? Cult. Uh like a cult. Yeah, I was going to say a cult of, of, of elderly folks <laughs> that are part of the yeah. neighborhood watch who are obsessed with winning uh the village of the year and yeah. therefore have been staging murders as accidents. Hot Fuzz is definitely more like good. elaborate. It's more elaborate yeah. in a lot of this stuff. Definitely. Um yeah. And then in the last one, you're going through it. You're thinking this is going to be like a group of guys just go, like like you were mentioning before, just going on uh, this beer crawl, you know, like they're just rekindling and trying to relive their lives. And then it turns out that the town is filled with robots slash not robots, yep. which that I loved. That was a great gag that uh, kept coming up where they kept saying they kept calling them robots. He's like, we're not robots. Robot comes from like this Slavic word, which means uh, slave. And like, mm-hmm. we're not slaves. We're, we're, we're not really robots. So that, that was always a good joke that kept coming up. But I feel like that kind of came out of, not necessarily came out of nowhere, but that was like a much more bigger, like, oh shit. Like, this is what's going yeah. on in this movie. The one, one joke I really liked, I felt like was taken from Arrested Development. And I don't know if they... I, I, do you know what I'm talking about? I don't know if they knew. Maybe? I don't know if they knew that, but the whole bit with um, Peter's wife, where he's like, "My wife Vanessa," and he's like, "He's like who?" He's like, "My wife Vanessa." Like he, it keeps coming back to that, and I keep thinking of Arrested Development when George Michael says, "Anne," he goes, "Who?" My girlfriend Anne. Her. Yeah. That, that whole it <laughs> right. like reminded me a lot oh, of that. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Because they kept it kept going back to that where he would just be like, "I have to ask Vanessa who my mm-hmm. wife Vanessa." <laughs> I'm curious. So I I didn't notice it so much in Hot Fuzz, but certainly in uh, Shaun of the Dead and World's End, they basically lay out the premise of the movie in like one speech. Um, mm-hmm. In the first one, you have it with uh, it was where Sean and Ed are at the bar. And I think I wrote it down. It was essentially, uh, Ed predicts the entire film in a scene where he's telling Sean everything that they should do the next day. He tells Sean that they should have a Bloody Mary in the morning, which is the first girl that they encounter in the, uh, in the garden the next morning. She mm-hmm. had blood all over her. She had the name tag Mary. Mm-hmm. Um, right, <laughs> that's right. Then, I like when they read her name tag. I don't know why I find that funny. <laughs> Just like a zombie with a name tag. That's yeah, yeah. it is good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they find the girl uh, bite at the king's head, which refers to Philip getting bit. Grab a couple uh, at the little princesses, which refers to picking up David and Diane. That's 
her name, at Liz's. Stagger back to the Winchester clearly refers to the group staggering like zombies to get to the Winchester. And back at the bar for shots, referring to the rifle they use later at the Winchester. And there's a very similar type of thing where uh, Simon Pegg's character, Gary King, when you uh, mentioned he's at the AA meeting, and he basically is kind of describing the same thing where he's reminiscing about that one night and then mm-hmm. similar events uh, with a different twist, obviously, because it's the current present happen in, in the future. I don't re- right. recall anything like that happening in Hot Fuzz, though. But maybe. No, no, maybe no. I Hot Fuzz. No, I don't think Hot Fuzz has anything like that. I think they just go, kind of goes right into it. Hot mm-hmm. Fuzz, I think, it must have been because it's two hours long. They must have like there's got to be stuff that was on the left on the cutting room floor, but mm. they that was like the shortest they could make it because because right. even so, it's still like because it's like one of those where I'm like, yeah, it's really long, but I don't know what they could have cut out. There's just a lot more like happening in that. It's harder to um sometimes just feels a little overloaded, but mm-hmm. that could be just like my issue with action movies in yeah. general or like cop movies. So I don't, that's like, they were, that's what they were going for. Mm -hmm. So I understood that. Whereas like Shaun of the Dead and, and, um, and, uh, World's End seem like more focused on one thing, Mm -hmm. like zombies, aliens. Right. You know, that's it. Um, I guess you could say Hot Fuzz is like cult, but it, it, there's like more stuff going on and you're trying to figure things out and stuff. Mm -hmm. There's really nothing to figure out. Like they figure out, once they figure out there are zombies, that's pretty much it. We got to kill it's, them. Right. Kill them. And the same, same thing with, uh, I mean, I guess it's like discovering who's, who's an alien, who's like been taken yeah. over by them. That's like the thing in the world's end. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're all like, it's just funny how they're all like different. They're different genres. Like you have horror. It's like horror action and then sci-fi. Yeah. You know, it's a compl- it's all these like, um, I don't know, just like different genres together in a trilogy. It's interesting. Yeah. And um, each of them and with works. comedy. Yeah, definitely. And yeah. actually thinking more about it to your point earlier with um it and I think it it shows the difference between the the three movies or at least the difference between the first two the first wow, well, the first one, the last one uh compared to the second one where mm-hmm. the first and the last one are kind of focused on just this group of people like the just the gang and then mm-hmm. the second one it does actually it has like so many people involved you have like the big crew who are the cops and then you have the big crew that are the elderly people the neighborhood watch and mm-hmm. then you also if you want to count them the victims of um of of the neighborhood watch which now that i'm thinking about it I completely, I I completely forgot on on rewatching it that they had the, uh, what was it the the love me love me song, after love fool love yeah. fool yeah yeah at the end that, of that, the, the Shakespeare at the end play. of Romeo Romeo and Juliet <laughs> yes. love me love me say, that's a great see Hot Fuzz has like there's like clips of it like if you could like take like certain moments like they're probably some of the best yeah. I just feel like as a full movie, it's really good, but sometimes it just feels overly long. Mm-hmm. But that's why I put it at the bottom. But it's still great. I would still recommend it to anybody. Yeah. Like, I'm not saying... Uh, I'm, it's still good. Yeah. yeah. But, like, the clips and, like, certain jokes are some of the best in 
all three movies, mm-hmm. I would say. I, I think my favorite part I think is, that's why it was so popular. Yeah, that would make sense. My favorite part, I think, in Hot Fuzz is the Stephen Merchant cameo with his swan. Oh, the, yeah. get, they get the phone call, and I think his name was like P.I. Uh, P. Staker or whatever. It's like, very yeah. funny, P.I. Staker, piss taker. And then he goes, shows up, he's like, I'm very sorry, Mr. Taker, uh, or Mr. Staker. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what does your uh, swan look like? Yeah. Swan. I, I also love the like when they are fighting in like the the little like uh, the model, <laughs> yeah, because you don't realize, and and with the kid, he calls him a ginger nut. Yeah, uh, who oh. was it? Aaron Anderson or something like that. Oh, oh, Aaron. No, he's like Aaron Aronson. <laughs> oh, Aaron Aronson. That's what it was. <laughs> Which was like, like a, a great callback from earlier in the movie. He's like, "What do you want us to go through the phone book? Start at Aaron Aronson." <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> the look he gives them—that's <laughs> so great. Oh my god! The, the, that's they're great at callbacks. Yeah. I will say, like the and that's the best. But I still think the best callback is with the crossword puzzle. The fascist hag callback yeah. is like the best. That's it, such a good. Um, it's like worth the wait. Oh, you yeah. know, it's so good. That's such a such a good one. Uh, they're so funny. But that's the thing. Like, so we're talking like they they hold up so well. And I think it's because of like what they're covering. Mm-hmm. They're not covering it like they're covering specific types genres of movies. So when you really think about it, those types of movies are still exist, and yeah. and until they go away, they're always gonna. I think they're always gonna hold up. I agree. You know, like zombie movies still are a thing, um, and they're still sci-fi. Mm-hmm. There's you know there's still there's definitely still cop movies. Oh yeah, like we love like. I mean, they keep referencing um, Point Break and Bad Boys yes. because they they do a lot from, especially with the gun shooting. The gun and shooting, like the, yeah. And then I think it was they're like in the middle of town and they have that Bad Boys like yeah swing the, the, around the, shot. Well, that was Michael because it was Michael Bay. Yeah, you know, of course, right. Uh, th- that was his thing, but yeah. Uh, yeah. I love. I mean, it, even ju- just from the beginning. Uh, the first movie, it just starts off so good where they started out where they're just foreshadowing not only, not necessarily just all, all the events with, um, that with Ed and, and Sean at the, the bar, but like from the beginning, like you have everybody that's just like, they're walking to work and everybody already looks like a zombie. Like everybody's on their phones. They're waiting mm-hmm. at the bus stop. Uh, they're just going through their daily routine. And I just love the shot of, uh, they show Sean going into the convenience store in the morning and then uh, going through the rest of his day. And then the next day when the like zombie attack begins, he goes out to get the Cornetto, goes, mm-hmm. takes the same route to go to the uh, convenience store. And you just see the difference from one day to the next uh, where day one, you had everybody going to work like a normal day. And then day two, everybody was a zombie. Um, yeah, it just it's it was a brilliant shot, and I just love how they just would like sprinkle in stuff like that throughout. Oh yeah, the movies. Oh yeah. yeah. No, I mean it's they're so unique. They're so one of a kind. I wonder. You ever wonder what someone like Mel Brooks would think of that? Because he's like the spoof oh. master. That I wonder, like, if he's ever seen them. Because he, him and him and Carl Reiner, R.I.P. They used yeah. to watch movies together every night. That's true. And. I 
you would have to think if they would watch movies together every night, they must have come across these. Oh, and you just wonder, something tells me that he would be like critical just because he's like the spoof guy <laughs> that he would like not i don't know i could oh, yeah. be totally wrong though oh man i would hope that he would love it i, I would hope, hope so too i, I think i think it would be right up his alley yeah i think it'd be right up his alley but um yeah i just i always wonder things like that like what do other comedy directors mm-hmm. like respected ones like even like you know woody allen like regardless what you think of him personally like as as a director like mm-hmm. what what he's account like the movies he's made and like what he would think of something like that yeah he would be a tougher one that's because he's like he's very critical that's a good point now and in addition to that not only comedy people but like the directors that like make the movies that they're kind of spoofing if you will or or referencing like i wonder what michael bay thinks or i wonder what uh, yeah, who cares what Michael Bay thinks? No, I though, mean, honestly. I don't care. But like, Michael Bay is not, not one. I mean, he's done some good stuff, but yeah. overall, I just um, don't. But like, the, the horror guys, like, I wonder what they think of Shaun of the Dead, or maybe, I don't know. What, Spielberg? Spielberg, yeah, because that, that could work for, for like the, uh, the World's End, or I don't know, uh, Ridley well, Scott. Well. <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say, like, Spielberg or Ridley Scott. Yeah, I don't know. Hmm. I don't know if they watch that stuff. Like, I just, yeah, I always wonder, like, if other directors have seen this or, like, yeah. what, what they're thinking. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Um, it would be interesting to find out. Yeah. I, but uh, I don't think we ever will. No, probably not. <laughs> unless Maybe. unless I mean, they put out some statement. Yeah. Or, or hey, does anybody know these directors want to get them on our podcast? Hey, just, just yeah, that would be send, cool. Send us a, send be us so a cool. I would love to talk to any one of these people. Any of them. Oh my god, yeah, I'd be great. But these movies, I mean, all of them, I think are worth multiple watches. Yeah, you really do. Like, I appreciate the movies more and more each time I watch them. I pick up on things that I didn't see the previous time. Like, this time I loved uh, in Shaun of the Dead when. In the beginning, Ed is playing the video games, and Sean is standing there, and he's playing a shooter video game. And Sean's telling him, "It's like, oh yeah, Josh, like twelve o'clock, three o'clock, shoot the guy over there, over there." And then later at the yeah. bar, Ed is literally re- saying the same exact uh, like thing to Sean when it comes to shooting the zombies, like three o'clock, twelve o'clock, and in the same way. And I was like, oh man, like that's like I just kind of rewarded myself for rewatching the movie kind of deal picking up on something like that oh yeah you're always gonna pick up on stuff and i love the beginning with um when they're talking when liz and sean are talking at the winchester and and um and ed keeps he's playing the video game and he keeps filling in the rest of the sentence oh yeah for them she's like sean's like she's like we it's just it's been so long we we never we never and he goes fuck and like <laughs> There's like other ones too. It's just it's so perfectly cut together. But you definitely, yeah, you definitely pick up on things. I would say they're definitely worth a rewatch. Um, if I had to say, like the the most digestible one is definitely Shaun of the Dead. Mm-hmm. I think is the most um six uh ex- wow accessible. Sure. And um, I would say, um, it's available now on HBO Max, and it's definitely one. I, I th- I'll tell you just from personal experience that I was looking for like I was so happy when I watched it I cuz I forgot how good it was. Yeah. And 
I think we all could use a good laugh right now. So I think it's really important, and I highly recommend Shaun of the. I highly recommend all of them. Mm-hmm. But if I was going to tell you to watch one, Shaun of the Dead for Hun- sure, hundred percent. And yeah. it seems that the Rotten Tomatoes community uh, agrees with you because uh, Shaun of the Dead got a ninety-two, ninety-three. It's a critic. Uh, oh, that's user so. Score. That's incredible. Yeah, that's like unheard of yeah. to especially like both of them being on par with each other mm-hmm. yeah it, that's yeah really good hot fuzz got a 91 89 89 from the from audience the audience yeah and then but that's still that's still that's like just as good yeah it's still yeah. great and then the the one that got the worst ratings and i'm wondering if it's because it is kind of like pretty bleak uh yeah. was the world's end with 89 71 71 is still very good yeah. though. And that's like, still very good. Critic wise, um, like just, it's still they're all really close when it comes to the the critics. I think the um I I, I would have to agree with you. I think people probably didn't expect it the heaviness of mm-hmm. it might relate a lot of people might relate to it and maybe in a way that is not look, I, <laughs> I relate prepared. to them in some ways. Yeah. I relate to the character in sure. a lot of ways too. So I'm you know, I'm not gonna lie. So like I, I get it. Mm-hmm. Um but I, but for me, that's like a reason why I like it a lot. Yeah. So, um, but still, like that, though, that's all for comedies. All three. I mean, that's nine in the '90s for comedy is like insane. Yeah. For, from critics, especially. But the world's end, like that's still eighty nine. That's still yeah. amazing. Yeah, that's that's great. Um, so yeah, um, I I think we covered it. But yeah. uh, again, I recommend it. Um, I recommend them all, but Shaun of the Dead, put it as number one on your list. Definitely. I agree. If you liked this episode of the Poncho Section, please consider leaving us a review on your podcast player. Follow us on the social medias, Facebooks, Twitters, Instagrams. Type the Poncho Section and look for Headley the Duck. Do you want to support the Poncho Section and show that support? Well, get yourself some Poncho Section merch. We got t-shirts, tank tops, sweatshirts, hoodies, phone cases, art prints, stickers, and mugs. Just go to thepontrosection.com, scroll down to the bottom, and click Merch. And finally, if you want to be featured on an episode of The Poncho Section, send a voice memo to ponchosection at gmail.com, and we'll play it in an upcoming episode. Alrighty, thank you all for listening. Peace!